Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to the TPM podcast. Your mics aren't on. Only my mic is on right now. I am in the studio with a couple of rookies. Uh, we're about to go. I'm assuming they were saying things. Uh, I couldn't hear because I have headphones on, but I had their microphone muted. Uh, good thing, too. All right. Now, uh, in one corner, uh, he, he was here a while ago, but... Uh, it's been a little while. Cody, uh, I heard that he likes to wrestle bears in his spare time. He certainly has the facial hair that says he likes to do that. Um, but here he is. Cody, say hi to everybody. Hello, hello. You should have right. seen the last bear. Yep. And in the other corner, uh, we're not totally sure if his name is Fabio or Matt, um, but for now, we're going to go with Matt. Matt, say hi to all of our lovely viewers. What up, world? All right. Today we are talking about New Year's resolutions. Uh, you've all heard it before. Um, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to be a better listener in 2020. I am going to lose 15 pounds, all of that sympathy weight that I gained. Um, shedding it off this January. <laughs> um, you guys laugh. Just I, I'm going to laugh right back at you when you're when you're in my shoes here. So. Um, <laughs> So, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Where are we starting with this? New Year's resolutions. Well, um, I think starting off last week, I was listening to the radio and it about wrapped up how I think a lot of people feel about New Year's resolutions. Uh, I think we had some country station on and it was on some commercial and the guy comes on and goes, wow, it's been a whole nother year since I haven't made any progress towards being a better person. And I was like, wow, um, you know, I think that's a little bit of a defeatist attitude. It's kind of funny. Got a laugh out of me, and I'm pretty sure I was the only one in the car. Um, but I think when it comes to New Year's resolutions, yeah, you see it time and again. People are making these uh, decisions like they're about to drastically change their life. And then, sure enough, the end of January comes and the gym membership isn't paying off or the uh, things that you buy from the grocery store start looking a lot better again, as they always do. But yeah, Matt, what do you think? Uh, yeah, you're totally right. I think there's a lot of people who actually feel that way, as, as funny as it is. I, I've, I've talked to a lot of people who are genuinely disappointed at the end of the year when they look back at what they resolved to do in late December, early January, and now consider what they've actually been able to accomplish. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people who are willing to talk about why those resolutions failed. And I don't even know if that's the, the direction we should take this. I think I want to bring it even a step back and ask you guys the question, should Christians make New Year's resolutions? Are they good, bad? Are they, are they neither? Are they both? What's the point? Why should we do them? And uh, give me your thoughts. Well, I was going to say, I think uh, Zach has some pretty strong <laughs> feelings on this one, so I wanted to kick it over to him. I feel like this has happened a couple times on this podcast now where I just sound like this crotchety old man. I hate everything. All these young kids need to get off my lawn. And Is he losing the sympathy <laughs> way? <laughs> and I'm just a bad guy, but whatever. I'll do it again. It's fine. I'll fall on the sword. It's okay. So here's my problem. Let me get on my soapbox. Here's my problem. Uh, the, we uh, Humanity is just like structured this, this year, right? We are, we are on a, a ball that orbits around another one. Um, 
and it does it in an ellipse. Thank you for that word, Matt. I have a minor in astrophysics, everybody. Um, <laughs> and I have uh, way too much self-confidence. Uh, so where where that starts and stops, and, and one rotation of that takes exactly one year-ish. And where that starts and stops is completely arbitrary, but we've given so much weight to this new year, and we're so wrapped up. Our culture is, not necessarily Christians. I guess some Christians are, maybe. I don't know. I don't know all of them. But our culture is so wrapped up in it's a new year, clean slate. I'm a new person. I'm going to improve this about myself. For for what? It's we we emphasize this new year thing. I'm getting all Michael Francis in here with my hands, but I just get so frustrated because it's arbitrary, it's meaningless. We put so much weight into it, and then it fails. And now we have a bunch of people who are like, well. I'm not going to lose 15 pounds. I'm just going to go be a fat slob and eat six bags of chips and sit on the couch and watch endless amounts of Netflix because I, I can't do anything because I can't meet my New Year's resolution, right? So now you're, you don't have self-worth because you're putting all this weight in something that is arbitrary, that we've given meaning to when maybe it necessarily shouldn't. And I know we kind of we kind of hinted at it before, but... I think like we're constantly looking for, I need to be a new person. Um, and if you're the Christian, you should not be constantly telling yourself you need to be a new person. You should not. You are a new person. If you've been made new in Christ, the old is the old is dead and the new has come. You were reborn into Christ in his death and his resurrection. So that's where I get frustrated. And that's, that is my old man. Get off my lawn. Speech, end scene. Thank I'm you. <laughs> I'm intrigued though because when when we first started talking about this topic, I had zero problems with New Year's resolutions, and I, I don't know if I really do yet either. Um, despite the soapbox stand from Zach, um, I don't know. It it seems like it's a good opportunity to do things and to check yourself because as often as we should be as people. But especially as Christians, we need to be examining ourselves and deciding, is the way we're living correct? Are we doing what we really need to be doing? And and why are we doing it? So I think it is a good opportunity to, quote unquote, reset, as Zach would say, and, and check yourself. Um, but but I think I think where it really stems to that Zach's correct on is the idea of totally restarting, wiping a new slate and saying, I'm starting from ground zero again. Let's hope this next year is better because that hope then is placed in you. And, or, or maybe it's not, but I think that's even a bigger question than do you make a resolution is w- what's the point behind the resolution and how are you going to accomplish it? Yeah, I think I'd even like to kind of hop in on the aspect of like, it, you guys kind of hinted at it, but maybe it's even for me, it's some of like, what kind of goals are we making? Like one in the long term, are they really, do they make an eternal impact in our lives or are they just something arbitrary that we kind of want to do to feel good about ourselves? But I kind of want to take it a little different direction where it's like, I feel like there's a lot of things that Christians can do that could be redeemed, um, that we could do in a healthy way. It's, you know, when I look at Israel's calendar, which like in, um, for the Israelites in the Old Testament, like, yeah, pretty much is arbitrary in a sense. It's like, 
God dictating to them, like, here are the days of the year you're going to celebrate and remember what I did. Um, but even some of that has to do with like their, uh, harvests, their festivals and, um, things that they do and even some things at the beginning of a new year, which, um, can remind them of what God has done and looking forward to like, what can God do in our lives? And, you know, to Zach's point, like if your goal is weight loss and it's purely for the sense of self-esteem and looking better to have a body to show off, you know, I don't know how much that really advances God's kingdom. I'm, I'm going to venture a guess if it's only for that motivation, I'm going to say probably not at all. It's probably counterproductive because it's more about the pride of you looking better and, and having a body to show off. But um, yeah, besides that being one of the most popular resolutions and <laughs> rarely succeeding, but we were talking about how a lot of fitness places don't mind. They get a lot of their money there. So by all means, they're fine with that. Right. And it's, I think it just is an illustration of, you know, a problem th- that there is a problem and I'm going to, I'm not going to reference an exact stat, but I heard some, at some point in my life, it was some ridiculous amount, like 80 or 90% of the revenue of some big exercise place chain comes in the month of January um, because everybody signs up and then almost everybody just completely drops off. Um, and I, th- I think that's indicative of I think we're making promises for the sake of promises when we're like we're just doing it because it's the thing to do. We're not like we have no prerogative or no actual higher calling for any purpose of it. We're just saying, hey, this would be a good thing to do just because it's good. So I'm going to do it. And 2020, here we go. When in reality, like you could have done that four months ago. And it probably still would have been a good idea, but we we don't do that. That's it's not the sexy thing to do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So with that said, maybe the question is like, does the Bible have anything to say on this is topic? You know, at TPM we like to believe, uh, and we do believe that yes, the Bible does have things to say about all these things going on in our lives. And, and Zach even hinted at, you know. Uh, in his mind, I think, yeah, I think we can all agree. He took a, uh, a very crotchety view on it. But um, <laughs> one thing that we can agree on, though, that I think all three of us can agree with no qualifiers is that, you know, if your goals are aimed at anything that tell you that you are insufficient in your identity in Christ, like, oh, I'm less than because I don't have the body I want or I don't have the skill set or intelligence I want, you know, those kinds of goals for just that purpose um, I think those can go out the window. Um, they're not any good for us in walking with Christ. But what do you guys think when it comes to what scripture has to say? Can resolutions be redeemed? Or is there anything that does say that we can learn for, uh, and pass on in this time of year? No doubt. Uh, they can certainly be redeemed. I think that like most things in the Bible and in Christian living, it's not uh, a right or wrong good or sin it it there tends to be a lot of gray areas and the biggest thing that comes down to is motivation why are you doing it and and how are you going to actually make that work and so resolutions i think can be done really well by the christian if like you said they're they're doing it for the right reason but also like like how are you actually going to carry it out let's say you do want to save money how about that is one that we haven't talked about yet. Like you want to have better financial habits. 
how are you going to actually do that? That's really hard to change your spending and give up a lot of the things you really enjoy so that maybe you can get out of debt or save for a home or give more, uh, really give it to charity or church or something like that. Uh, how, how are you going to do it? Are you just going to be really determined and decide this is how you're going to live your life? Or are you going to buckle down and, and figure out like like biblical principles behind it and as encouragement for whatever the the new year's resolution would be i would say that the bible does talk to it like uh for instance philippians 4 13 i can do everything through christ who strengthens me or john 15 15 i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing and so while these verses are taken out of context a ton maybe even in new year's resolution ideas mm-hmm. i think uh, the point remains, if you're going to resolve to do something and do something that is worth doing, you should be doing it through Christ's strength and not on your own because it's going to fail if you do it yourself. Um, I, I would go even one step further and to say that the not only should you do it in Christ's strength, but ultimately the end goal should be to give God glory. Um, yeah. if, if we're going to seek to improve something about us that mean that means you know there there's something we're doing that isn't giving god glory that that should be giving god glory we can glorify god in, in ways that seem strange perhaps at times but um i mean if if it's a different motivation then i think it's i think it's wrong i think ultimately we have to seek to further the kingdom of god and i if i step off my my front porch a little bit as the old man and uh I, I agree with you. I think it is something that can be redeemed and whether or not new year's is arbitrary, the ship has sailed, right? It's th- that's, that's the way it is now. I'm not 3000 years ago. It I, sailed. I am, uh, I'm not going to be able to stop that from being an important day. You know, it's just, that is what it is. So we should seek for redemption. Um, and I, I do agree. I think that as Christians, we can be, um, you know, we're, we're called to be image bearers and I think we can, um, bear this image of new year's resolutions in a way that does give God glory. Um, yeah. So I think maybe we could, you know, we can kind of start to talk about that is um, if we're going to say that there is nothing inherently bad about it, that we can do it. And in fact, Christians can do it well. You know, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, first off, you know, just in the spirit of like new year, new you, um, let's just say, you know, Zach said he was going to get off his porch and stop yelling at the kids on his lawn. So you can indeed teach new dogs, <laughs> or I'm sorry, not new dogs. You can teach old dogs, new tricks in 2020. You heard it here first. You heard it here, everybody. I will get off my porch and stop yelling at the kids on my I lawn. I can't even bear to think about what you're going to be when you're actually old. <laughs> Which is sad. I mean, that would mean, you know, Harper's on your, she's not even on your yard. She's in your house all the time. So I hope you're not, you know, swinging. No, no, not Harper. It's all those other rackety, rackety youngins out there. Yeah. Um, but I think even, yeah, to, to, to go off what you guys said about motivation, I think that, I mean, really that that is what, Christ has come to redeem um, in creating a new man for himself. He has to change the heart. He has to change the motivations and, and, you know, behavior modification is worth nothing if the heart hasn't changed. And, and when I think of, you know, this idea, you could pursue two things. Uh, we, you know, let's go back to weight loss as an example, like I could, or, or even um, saving up money. Like I could pursue both of those things either because I, worship money. And so I want the security that my money brings, or I worship, um, my body and like how that presents success to other people. 
but also like i think those could be redeemed in the sense that like hey you know maybe um maybe i i trust food and my stomach a little too much and there's this unhealthy uh thing going on between me and food or between me and um just how i treat my body and, and to say that you know god is giving me this body to uh, upkeep uh, to, to make sure that I can, you know, as Moses says, live to the strength of my days as the Lord permits 70, 80 at, you know, at their, uh, on the high end, or even with money, like I can save this money. I can be in a place of financial wellness so that I can be generous with that money. Um, <laughs> Cody's over here trying to break our studio. Oh, getting so excited. I am a rookie. Um, <laughs> been away for too long. Grad school started and just wow, you, you don't even know how to sit in front of a mic anymore. Nice flex. Um, <laughs> but just to... Uh, <laughs> good point. Um, so uh, just going off that, you know, like both of those things can be redeemed for the purpose of honoring Christ. And I think that uh, even a verse um, that I think of uh, would be from James chapter 4, verses uh, 13 through 17. Uh, it's just, James is kind of addressing like, wealthy Christians or the merchant class who talk about like going on these endeavors to, um, you know, make money for themselves and, and do this or that with their um, business ventures. Uh, they say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. And what is your life? It is a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. And, and James goes on basically to say that, you should understand that God is sovereign. If he wills, this is going to happen. And I think it's even this view that if we're going to make changes in our lives, um, we should look at it through the lens of God is sovereign. So just because I think I want this to happen, doesn't going to make it happen. God gives me the power as a Christian um, to make these changes happen. And ultimately is this for his glory? Is this because my heart has been changed and I want other people to see how God is working my life? So with the example of money, like, do I want people to see that I find money for security or do they want to see that I can be generous with my money to others and towards the community and towards my church because God has gifted me financially. And, uh, you know, maybe new year's resolution can be a good kick to monitor that and make that happen. And I think we can find ways to within our life. I mean, it doesn't always work to bring it up in every conversation, but tell people about that. When people ask you about your news resolutions, bring up the why behind it and the how that you're doing it. Because if you are really doing it to bring glory to God, that's that's something that's worth sharing. And I don't think it's going to be evident when you just tell people, I want to be 15 pounds lighter. I want to be out of debt. I want to do these things. They're probably just going to be like, oh, good for you. So do I. I want to do those things. Great. But it, it doesn't mean anything different than the rest of the world. And we have a good chance to, uh, as 1 Corinthians 10, 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And this is part of that whatever you do. It's, it's doing a thing. It's doing a good, big thing even. So do it to the glory of God and share that. Let other people know. Um, but I, I think another really applicable point, and you mentioned on this earlier, Cody, is um, especially the way that the Israelites lived back in the day. Uh, it, it was both looking forward when they had these these holidays that they would celebrate. They would look forward to what was to come, a harvest, a new year, whatever. But they also looked back and thought about what they did and what God had done for them. And I think that's a really important thing that we should implement at New Year time is what has God done for us over 2019? Just just take 10 minutes to think about that. Consider all the ways that he's been a part of your life, that he's guided your steps, that he's provided for you. Whether it's been the hardest year of your life or whether it's been the most exciting and memorable year of your life, 
or the most boring. Maybe you'll remember almost nothing from 2019 because that's the stage of life you're in. God was still there and he blessed you and he took care of you. Um, and, and we need to recognize that and find a way that you can look back and remember what he did for you in 2019. Uh, there, there's a long history of doing that in, in Christianity and Judaism. They would re- raise the Ebenezer stone and, and set it there so that they all could always go back to that place and remember this is what God had done. And in that way, I think we can take New Year's as an opportunity to remember and look back and, and praise God for that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so it kind of sounds like we're starting to put a bow on this one. Um, so last thing I want to do to close here, um, I kind of want to, you know, I want to get kind of our closing statements. We'll kind of go around the room here. And um, if there's one thing, you know, if, if you've made it this far in the podcast, I applaud you. We're very grateful for you. Uh, thank you so much. It was a rough one, but we made it. Uh, here's here's my thing, and I and I hinted at this before, and we've talked about it a bunch. But um, to the Christian out there um, who's making the New Year's resolution to do whatever it is, um, ask yourself at the end of the day: ultimately, what's the point of what I'm doing? Am I am I taking a stand on this thing? money, weight loss, whatever, whatever it is, and maybe it's something else. Um, but am I doing this because I'm trying to puff myself up or am I, you know, it, cause it might be a totally fine thing and an actual problem that you have in your life that you need to fix. Um, but, but don't do it for the sake of, of glorifying yourself cause it's shallow and it's not going to work cause come February, you're not going to care anymore because your your motivations were shallow and fleeting but look to god to be your motivator and and to be your goal and to be your strength and and make your resolutions um to give him glory at the end of the day i don't know what are your guys's final takes um my final take on this would just be that as we kind of talked about this can be redeemed this topic and i would even think of it through the lens of community like we have communities around us who encourage us in our walk with Christ. And so maybe even coming to them and um, finding people you trust and asking, you know, what are ways I could, um, I'm feeling motivated by this new year's resolution uh, time of year. And you could ask like, you know, what are ways that you see that um, I could make progress in my walk with Christ in, in the sense of not for gaining God's approval, but, but simply to better mirror and reflect his image to the world um, and at the same time, you know, maybe you do as Zach says at the beginning, you just say, no, I'm not bowing down to this idol of self-improvement. Um, and that's, that was worth the reflection time as well, just to sit and take a moment and say, I feel, I feel fine with where I'm at in my walk with Christ and I don't need this arbitrary time of year. Um, so there's a way to redeem on both sides of that, either not bowing down to it or turning it into a time for Christ-centered reflection and change. And I don't think we have to feel bad if we don't do your New Year's resolutions. Like it's probably been five years since I've actually had a resolution that I, I cared about it all to think about on January 1st. So, I mean, just, just consider what you really want. And whether it's to make a resolution, great. We, you know, consider why you're doing it and what, what you're doing it for, like we talked about. But if you're not doing it, just keep implementing these ideas throughout your life, throughout your year. Uh, you know, you shouldn't just consider this on December 31st. What should I change about my life? How can I improve it? How can I be more godly or Christ-like? Consider these things every day. 
live your life in such a manner that you can bring glory to God and that you can represent the name of Christ that you hold, that every one of us is an ambassador of if we hold the name of Christ. That's our duty. It's not just an option. It's our calling. And we should seek for that to be every single day. And so it's a massive responsibility. Yeah, but it's also really exciting. We have the opportunity to do the craziest, coolest thing that we could imagine as humans is to represent the king. And so we should go out there and, and live like we're citizens of his kingdom. All right. Well, drop the mic. I would say that's that's as good a note as we can end on. Um, thank you all for joining us. Um, like I said, it's been a pleasure. Uh, if you made it this far, <laughs> we are very grateful. Um, but as always, um, I truly hope that our verbal processing was indeed edifying for you. Thanks and have a great new year, everybody.